Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another Drake's Corner episode. I'm your host, as always, Drake Tharp, and welcome back to the show. Huge NBA week, the NBA trade deadline, probably biggest we've ever seen, considering the stars traded, uh, all the big trades that went on. That's, you know, pretty much uh, the front center line there. Uh, Kyrie, Kevin Durant, uh, Lakers made a few moves. We're going to go through all of those. Um, and then we'll give a kind of a deadline recap and some dra- uh, and some grades on the trades. A lot of aids. Sorry, I get a little mixed up sometimes. Um, you know, uh, first of all, Super Bowl today um, is probably going to be this video. Will pro- this is Saturday night right now. This video will probably drop uh, Sunday morning, right before the Super Bowl. Uh, if you want to get in my Super Bowl analysis, check out last video. Um, uh, overall, I got. Eagles winning 34 to 27. That's my score prediction, and I got the Eagles. Jalen Hurts, Super Bowl MVP, earning that uh, kind of max contract. Maybe we'll get the biggest contract we've ever seen. More on that another day. But all NBA podcast right here. Um, we're gonna start off with Kyrie and Luca. Okay, uh, Mavericks landed Kyrie Irving. You know, I give them you know a B plus on the trade. They didn't have to trade any away. Any huge assets? Um, I liked Dinwiddie there. But Kyrie Irving, obviously an upgrade, and they gave away a few picks, too. Um, way in the future, though, 2029 and 2027, so not a huge deal for them. But, uh, you know, they're trying to play short-term here, trying to get a short-term goal. Championship, as Luke is in his prime, they got to make, you know, make something happen. They got Kyrie Irving. I believe it'll work. I, I, I don't see any problems with this at all. Uh, you know, here's the thing with it. Luka's dominant first-half production. He's a first-half scorer. He gets the ball started. Uh, he gets the scoring started for them. He's a great opener. Kyrie's dominant second half production will work hand in hand with Luca's first half production. Okay, Kyrie's the closer. Closer. Luca's the opener. Okay, and it, it, I don't see, you know, any more. It, it couldn't go any more. You know, solid. It couldn't be any more solid as a duo. Okay, Luca's style is a lot like LeBron. Okay. He makes he's one of those that makes the best basketball play, you know, rather than being an ISO scorer. I mean, don't get me wrong. Luca Luca can ISO score. Um he doesn't need the ball to Im- to make an impact though. He makes the best basketball play. You you see he loads up the stats every night, night in night out. Um he's a lot like LeBron. He makes the best basketball play. Um he's not somebody like, you know, Kevin Durant who needs to have the ball to make an impact, okay? Don't get me wrong, Kevin Durant, one of the greatest scorers of all time, but, you know, his his passing isn't known in, as anything great. Luka's style, um, great passer, makes the best basketball play, and, you know, Kyrie, the scorer, hand-in-hand, hand, okay? Obviously, having the two superstars on the court at the same time will take, you know, it, they were doubling Luka every time anybody on defense, anybody the Mavericks were playing, you know, before the big Kyrie trade. It was double Luka, box in, type defense, okay? You know, while having both on the court, they're going to have to take pressure off the other because they're both so dangerous, okay? Um, you know, when one in, one is in, like, Ky- say Kyrie's in at, at one time and then Luka comes in, they're going to get breathers too. They, these guys aren't going to tire out at all, and they can dominate the game, dominate the pace. Uh, they have great role players too. I'm surprised they kept Christian Wood in all this. Christian Wood is one of the more solid bigs in the league, and uh, he stayed there with the Mavs. Uh, they both have They both have done it their whole careers, okay? They know what they're doing, um, you know, production-wise. Luka's very dominant first half. Kyrie's a closer. Um, you know, Kyrie worked great with LeBron, and Luka's style is a lot like LeBron, uh, you know, making the best basketball play, 
okay? And there's not a lot of guys that are, that are like that. We know guys are um, as great scorers like Kevin Durant. And, you know, having one person come up the court and iso ball, uh, you know, trading off possessions like, you know, Kyrie and Kevin Durant did, that'll win you some games. But, you know, down the stretch, I don't think it's going to, you know, win a championship. And I think a lot of folks saw it from the beginning. Um, yeah, farthest they've got was the Eastern Conference Finals, and Kyrie was out that entire time. So, you know, this is a kind of different look for uh, Kyrie Irving. You know, he left the Cavs because he wanted to be his own star. Now it's a league of super teams, okay? And there's no going around it. Um, I don't think either one of these guys are going to be the A guy. A lot of folks are going to say, Luke is better. That might be the truth, but I don't think they see it that you know as that way. Um, these guys are going to play their roles, and it's going to work as long as there's no you know team turmoil, team morale going down uh, you know on the court. It's like butter. Okay, it's going to work great. Kevin Durant on the Suns. Now, this is something I don't see as, you know, kind of kind of the most smooth-going project. Uh, it's an iffy situation, okay? Uh, first of all, the Suns team chemistry. First of all, we have an unhappy DeAndre Ayton, okay? Second of all, we have injuries that have plagued a lot of these stars. Kevin Durant is currently injured right now, okay? And we have Devin Booker out for about, you know, a month and a half with an ankle injury uh bench depth they traded away a lot of their depth guys cam johnson mikhail bridges um you know and they gave up a lot of their future you know from 2023 through 2029 they're missing a lot of first round picks now uh the talent is all there okay it's you know it's almost in comparison to the 2018 warriors you know four big stars not just three uh, you know, but will injuries, chemistry, and a solid or not solid team morale come into play here? Um, you know, the talent's all there. You got your floor general, one of the best scorers in the league, another, you know, sidekick best scorer in the league, and a dominant big, okay? And, you know, I, I there's no reason it shouldn't work, you know, on paper, on paper. But these guys all have their own personalities. They've all had trouble with injuries. Um, Chris Paul, even last year in the playoffs, um, you know, DeAndre Ayton, not happy with contract situation. Um, Monty Williams and him have had, you know, uh, attention in and out of the game. You know, the talent's all there. The talent's all there. I'll say that. But a championship, uh, we'll see if team morale um, can not come into play here with the talent that they have. It's all there. They're the best team in the NBA on paper. Okay? No going around it. Um, but you know, it's an iffy situation in my opinion. So there's, there's a lot of points there that, you know, could come into play as to why, you know, this could collapse. Okay. Bench depth, um, injuries and unhappy Aiden. Those are the big three. Okay. That's I, I, that's the things I could see getting it in the way. Lakers on the other hand, another West team, they get an absolute a plus for me. Okay. They turned Thomas Bryant, Russell Westbrook, Pat Bev into Jared Vanderbilt, Malik Beasley, Mo Bamba, three draft picks, and D'Angelo Russell. How'd they do it? I don't fucking know. Anyway, they gave up liabilities and gained a younger, more all-around talented gr uh, group with dra draft pick swaps as well. Um, you know, second-round picks, a lot of teams don't see that as, you know, being the most valuable thing. But, you know, it's capital. It gives more trade trade capital as well second round picks you don't know what those could turn into um but they got a lot younger with Malik Beasley Mo Bamba and D'Angelo Russell veterans Westbrook and Pat Bev you know there's no direction there there was no direction and you know Westbrook liability turmoil with the coach Thomas Bryant um 
you know, he wanted to be traded. Uh, Anthony Davis came back. He wasn't really in the rotation. They have Anthony Davis. They need a backup center. Thomas Bryant's one of those guys that, you know, can get the job done on another team as a starter. Uh, Mo Bamba, uh, you know, longer wingspan, more defen- more defensive effort there. He's, you know, he kind of the same thing there as Thomas Bryant. Uh, just backup center needed. He'll get the job done. Um, they And they gained a way better score than Russell Westbrook. I will say that right now. D'Angelo Russell is a better scorer than Russell Westbrook. Better shooter, better scorer. He'll work better in the Lakers scheme. And he's not insanely ball dominant. Jared Vanderbilt as well. Very underrated piece to this trade group. Uh, very good interior and exterior, you know, exterior defender. He can guard all five. He's, there's a lot of players in the NBA that can't do that. And Jared Vanderbilt's one of them. He'll be a big group to this Lakers squad. Although, they are 13th in the West. Can this trade, you know, automatically boost chemistry 100%? I don't know. But they have the pieces now. Uh, They have a future. And, you know, LeBron's in the latter half of his career. Congratulations on him hitting the uh, all-time career points. That, you know, solidifies the GOAT discussion, uh, in my opinion, at least. We can talk about the GOAT another day, but... You know, that's uh, that's just my opinion there. The goat getting his getting his uh, getting his money's worth there, and uh, it's a very iconic thing to see in person. Anyway, recap on some other trades. Warriors dished off Wiseman, saving lots of cash somehow, some way. They're keeping their big three and dream on Stephen Clay, and you know uh, an extension for Jordan Poole. So they kind of have a big four. They dished off Wiseman and opened up space for some money. Clippers picked up uh, pieces like Eric Gordon and Bones Highland, uh, getting younger there at the point guard spot, and grabbing a existential playoff shooter in Eric Gordon. Um, Clippers, you know, haven't made the most of Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, um, and they're trying to build around that. I think, you know, Clippers, I think they're due. I'd like to see them be due. I'd like to see them make a finals appearance. They deserve it. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George, very talented players. I like watching them play a lot. Uh, Bucks pick up. 3 and D great, Jay Crowder for five second-round picks. And actually, uh, that's insane. Five second-round picks. Uh, you know, the value of second-round picks anymore is crazy in the NBA. It just seem like something you can throw away. Anyway, that's a huge pickup for the Bucks. Um, that guy fits their scheme almost perfectly. Lengthy, defensive, three-point shooter. They have that all around um, on that Bucks squad. So he'll fit in just fine there in Milwaukee. Uh, and the Nets, young core, I don't think the Nets are anything to joke about right now. Okay, Cam Thomas, back-to-back 40-point games, becoming a superstar as in front of our eyes. Um, they took the Suns bench depth and put it right into their starting lineup. Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson. Uh, they got Dorian Finney-Smith from the Mavericks. And if anybody were to you know do a rebuild just fine, the Nets did it. Okay, they, they picked up about five first-round picks and got a great young core. Spencer Dinwiddie as well. Um, and you know, Nick Claxton too, also becoming a star in front of our eyes at the center spot, great defensive player. And they have draft draft picks out the hatch. They couldn't have rebuilt any better. Um, they got their stars. They tried it. They shipped them off, you know, within days of each other. Um, Nets front office, very, very criticized group of people. Um, but I will say they, they took this trade deadline and ran with it because they, they, and they did it at the exact right time too. Um, they knew it wasn't going to work. It clearly wasn't going to work with uh, Kyrie and Kevin Durant, and they got their money's worth. Ton of picks, great young core. Um, they won't be anything you know exciting this year, but in the future, look out for a Nets rebuild. 
Anyway, yep, that will be it for the podcast. A little, a little, probably close to ten minute action here. Uh, just wanted to recap the NBA free agency mayhem, why Kyrie and Luka will work, and why Kevin Durant on the Suns is an iffy situation. Lakers get an A+, and overall deadline recap. Thank you guys for listening uh, on Spotify, YouTube, whatever it may be. Um, I know it's a weird one. Uh, Sunday Sunday morning, right after church. Flip it on the TV. I don't care how you do it. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. And uh, I'll give probably by the time next one comes out, we'll have a Super Bowl winner. Look out for that one. Um, I also have NFL draft seasons coming up. We'll drop an NFL mock draft video as well. Um, yeah, exciting time. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to continuing to release every week. Um, yeah, thank you guys for watching. See you all next time. Peace.